0: Welcome back to the third year
1: on the Rebbe's famous Sicha about the two Kufus and Yemoisa Mashiach, Simon Gimel and Malchus This year we're going to learn Oyesh Ches and Tess, which begins the Rebbe's Biur. What we're left with is an original question that the Rebbe began with way at the beginning after introducing two possible solutions and then rejecting those solutions. And the basic question is. The Rambam writes that when Mashiach comes, the world is going to continue as it was. And yet, we have many Yehudim, many prophecies that seem to imply a change in radical change in nature. So the general attitude is, as the Rambam himself writes, to get to and again to Kefes, that Moshul but the Rambam cites to one
0: specific Prophecy that ilonei
1: shtak trees that today don't bear fruit will bear fruit, and the Rebbe essentially proves from the teras koyanim, which is the source of this prophecy, as well as the Gemara and that given the context in which these prophecies arrive, or are, are written in in the Gemara, it must be literal. And this constitutes, of course, a change in nature, and it's not simply a miracle in which a one-off event happened, but it's an actual change in nature. If the nature of trees till now is certain trees at least is to not bear fruit and all of a sudden the nature is going to be to bear fruit. And in the same vein we can add the Ravid's question to the Rambam which is the Apostle which is Vishpati Now I say add the Raivitz question because the Ravid's question in and of itself you can answer like, the, like we saw before from the uh Mishnah said that it's a uh, that too is a, a is a marshal v'khidah. it's is a Mishnah the melech. That too is a marshal vichida, as well as. We saw before in one of the artists that that too could be a natural phenomenon. Sorry, the Advas. the advaz says that's also marshal,
0: um, but. The prophecy of.
1: Bearing fruit, bearing tree uh, that trees. Fr- Trees that don't bear fruit start to bear fruit. That's a literal prophecy that cannot be written off, so to speak, as a marshal. And it's not just a one-off miracle. It's a complete change in nature. But once we address that question, then we could also address the David's question too, as we'll learn. Once we discover that there's two tufas in Yemais and Mashiach and the second tufa has miracles, well, then you can put the David's miracle there too, as well as other miracles that can be placed in that second tufa.
0: So let's begin the Rebbe's and
1: um, we'll look at the artists and the sources as we have in the last three shiurim. So sif ches, we zebakdim this by first beginning to sephis beer by further elaboration with dasar amun and amun's view. So I'm going to read now the first two paragraphs here, and then we'll look at the sources to get a full picture of what's going on, and then we'll be able to go through this go through this sif with the artists very uh, very smoothly. So. The fear that the Teshufas fear that the Rebbe needs to address now is Mashikas of Aram Mishmaysa Mashiach Chelum Kumenahavim. No, that which Aram wrote that when Mashiach comes, the world's going to continue operating as it has. seems to be Mishum This is because Lachora, he is of the view Qadaya Shemevi, the opinion that he quotes, she ain't been Lhazir L'mishmashiach Elo she be Malchus Plevad. That between the world as we know it now and the world as it will be in the times of Mashiach, there is exactly the same world, other with the exception of it will no longer be subject to foreign rule. And we will have our own land,
0: our own uh, halachic uh,
1: country, halachic uh, sovereignty, malchus based david. But otherwise the world's gonna run as it has. And this is this is the Shmuel's opinion of the Gemara. Now be a the alecha, questions are famous in this regard, We see that i opposite to Shmuel. So before we go to the Rebbe says it, let's first look at the actual sources so we can see what's going on in a bigger picture. So first let's look at the Gemara. Gemara says, two opinions. Am Rebbe Kibar Abba, says, Am Rebbe in the name of all the prophets, Kulan, all of them. All the prophets describing what's going to happen in Mashiach Khan, all the prophets describing what's going to happen in the future era, they are talking about the times of Mashiach. But the world to come, whatever that is, I'm laid No one has seen this, only Hashem, not even prophets. Okay, so everything you read about in Tanakh, the beautiful, amazing things that are going to happen in the future time, that's all relegated to Mashiach's time. Haba, whatever that is, that only Hashem knows what it is. Now the Gemara says, is in disagreement with the Shmuel. The Ammar Shemu said, there is no difference between this world as we know it now and the era of Mashiach, other than, as I mentioned before, we will no longer be subject to foreign rule. We will be under Malchus based David with the Halachic nation, Halachic kingdom, um, as it's supposed to be. Okay, so all the prophets, according to Bar Abba, only talk about Mashiach's time. We have no idea. So when Shmuel says that there's no difference between this world and the era of Mashiach other than Shibat Malchus, so then what were the prophets talking about? In Pashtos, they're talking about Olam Haba. So if you're of the view, if you're Shmuel, this is key, if you're following Shmuel's opinion, that your Mashiach nothing changes and the world is exactly as it is other than Shibat Malchus, then, that would, what follows is that whatever the prophets did describe is about Al-Mhaba. If, however, you're of the view that then the prophecies are about Mashiach and Al no one knows. So, really, the makhlaik comes down to where do you put the prophecies of the Torah? Do you put it in and M'Haba? We have no idea what that is because it's way beyond anything we can imagine, even beyond the Naviyim, or do you take all the prophecies and you put them in Al Making Mashiach
0: just our world, but without Shabbat Malthus. Those are the two
1: views as we read it in Pashtas from the Gemara. Now, let's keep that in mind, put that on the shelf. And now let's look at the Rambam's view without thinking that the Gemara, without putting the Gemara aside for a moment. So the Rambam uh, in Hilchis Chuvah, in some ways, is more elaborate there about Mashiach than he is in Hilchis Malachim, in a different orphan, And uh, there's the yukim and differences in the way that the Ramam describes it in in Hilchas Shuvah versus the way he describes in Hilchas Malachim. But if you want to get a full proper picture of the Ramam's opinion about Mashiach, it's certainly important to learn Hilchas Shuvah, especially Prakim, Ches, and Tes. And you even. All of Hilchas Shuvah is very Gishmak in general. The Rebbe discusses it, comparing it to uh, Geras Hachovah from the Rebbe. Yeah, there's quite a bit in Rabbanon comparing and Malachim. but If you want to get a full picture, you have to look at Parakhes and Tess and the Mefarshim there also.
0: But let's just get an overview of the Rambam's opinion there.
1: So Rambam begins paragraph like this: "Reward Hashem is giving is an This is what's life without death." Just eternal life. Perfect goodness, no bad. this is what the Torah means when it says So, Elam Haba So is this time, it's an everlasting life. And tzaddikim are rewarded by entering into the everlasting eternal life, and nishayim are rewarded by not entering into that. And therefore, anyone who doesn't merit to this eternal life, who may dies, doesn't live forever. He dies, he's cut off in his wickedness. Just like an animal dies, and that's the end of it. This, this person dies, and at the end of it.
0: Okay, so this is this is. Of
1: l'mhaba is the reward. It goes by there, but we're skipping a bit just to get an overview. Now, the kam v'kam of David is misav l'chay l'mhaba. Shenem marluliy amad t'diru t'vashem beretz chayim in the land of the living. He wants to be in eretz chayim, wants to be in l'mhaba. So k'vayadinu chacham barishanim sh'tov v'shel l'mhaba ain k'af adam lasigal b'roya. The goodness of l'mhaba is impossible to know we can't understand its greatness, its beauty, its intensity. Only Hashem knows what that is. Here's the key now. All the things the prophets talked about when we, that, that the goodness that you're not going to get, This is only things that the body is going to enjoy when messiah comes. When Jews will again. Be a sovereign nation under Malchus based David, and that's when all these good things are going to happen. haba, but the goodness of haba in the you cannot imagine it, you cannot picture it.
0: And
1: even the prophets didn't, didn't visualize it because even that would because any visualization would undermine its true greatness. Who this is what Shayyishayo says. I'm Only Hashem knows what it is. Ya He makes it for those who are who, who are going to be there. Claim I to say, The goodness that no prophets ever seen. Only Hashem sees it. This is for the person who's going to come. So if I were just
0: to stop here.
1: And we're gonna stand from the Rambam that Mashiach's time. That's all the prophecies, because those are all physical stuff, things that the body can appreciate. But in Mahabah, which is meant for the Neshama, no body can possibly appreciate that. It's a purely spiritual experience. And that's why it means it's eternal life. It's eternal life because it's a soul without a body that lives on forever. And therefore, the Gemara says, So at this point, and you go back to the Gemara, where would you put the Rambam's position? If you Shmuel? Clearly it would be like Bar Abba. Because Bar Abba said, where do we take the prophecies? We put them into Yemoisah Mashiach. And Elam Haba, impossible to see. Shmuel said that Mashiach is the same thing as we have now. And therefore all the prophecies go where? Elam Haba. Whereas Chibar Abba says prophecies, Yemoisah Mashiach, Elam Haba you can't imagine. And what the am just finished saying, that that's all the prophecies, those are good things that the body can handle. But, a world of pure spirituality, you can't imagine that. You start to imagine that you're gonna, you're gonna ruin it by visualizing it because it's spiritual. And therefore, I'm So at this point you would imagine, or you would conclude, that the Ramam follows you But then of course, this is not the end of the story. And Then the ramam continues in parak Tess. Now now that you understand that what's the ultimate reward is that we merit this eternal spiritual life and the punishment for the shem that they abandoned the ways of the tzadik which is written in the torah this is the, the roshua is cut off and does not enter into this eternal spiritual life so if that's if that's the ultimate reward so, so why is it? is if you listen to hashem you'll get you'll have even in the shemaya you listen to Hashem, you'll get, you'll get rain, you'll, get, uh, you'll have security and safety and abundance of food. It's all physical stuff. are The covenant is all, the whole, the whole covenant, if you have this, Hashem says, you follow my prayer, I'm going to bless you. And that's all physical stuff. So if I'm just finished really telling you that the ultimate reward is haba, which is incomprehensible, it's not; it's beyond anything we can imagine as physical goodness, because it's a spiritual eternality. So why is the going on and on talking about physicality, physical reward? So said the Rambam: kol eis takachru, the you and it will be. We We'll get all that stuff if we follow the instructions. We don't follow what they wish to wants. will get all the punishments described in the So that the wicked ones, God forbid, die out in that wickedness. So who should etc. So this is the key here. So I, I actually the line doesn't go to I skipped, uh, skipped a few lines here, but here's the key. This is the way you understand all these brachas and clothes. So if you follow the command, you'll have all these commandments, you'll have all these blessings and all the curses away. And what's the point of all that? And now that you have no distractions because you have, all, you have plenty of food, and you have security, you have peace, and you have all the stuff you need in this physical world. So now what are you going to do? You're going to sit on the haba. And now you'll be able to actually get Olam Haba. Olam Haba comes as a result of serving neighbor. When there's distractions in the physical world, it's difficult to serve Hashem. So if you make the effort and you, you serve Hashem as best you can, Hashem will remove the distractions, and now you can truly serve Hashem. And now if you truly serve Hashem, now you're going to get to the real reward, Chai Haba, which means the reward described in the Torah is not really the... Re- and Reward of what you're going to, of serving Hashem, it's actually only the circumstances that Hashem is going to put you him so you can truly serve him, so you can truly get rewarded in Alam Haba, and then etc. And therefore, what comes out is the person gets both Alam Haza and Alam Haba, he gets Alam Haza, Hashem removes all distractions so he can serve Hashem properly, and then he gets Alam Haba because he served Hashem properly. And now, in that context, Now, this is why we care for Mashiach. And this is And this is why everybody wanted Mashiach. Not because they they wanted to, uh, you know, get rewarded and sit in their laurels. No. They wanted Mashiach so they can properly serve Hashem. That they don't have to have oppression. Shenim ani ches la masik mitzvah kogim because all this pressure all this uh, gallows doesn't let us serve rashiim properly. The yimtul le they want the mashiach that so they can have relaxation, but not relaxation because oh finally the work is done now I can sit back. No, all distractions are gone and now I can be continue learning and, can, and properly learn and then k'deishis khalam because mashiach comes. There's going to be plenty of knowledge and 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 truth and so on. and to do it. She said, All these this are descriptions of how you can properly serve Hashem with good knowledge, with an open heart, etc. The David, the the is going to be smarter than Shlema um, Melech. and therefore he's going to teach Eden how to properly serve Hashem as he goes on to say. Okay, so before we go to the next line, which is key. But I just want to point out. Let's, you know, bring together what we have here. In the Rambam's view, so we have is like this: four nikkudes that we know so far.
0: Number one, olam haba is the Shabbos without a body. That's what olam haba is. Now, if that's the case, then all the prophecies that are physical in nature are all going to happen in Mashiach's time, not olam haba, because olam haba is without a and number four, number three, after Mashiach comes, that's not the Ikir.
1: The Ikir is after Mashiach come, you should leave your body and be in the Shaman al So, Which means, as the Mafarshan pointed out on the side here, the, the, the Naisa Kalim, which means that there's really two stages in Gan Eden, as it were. There's Gan Eden, that, let's say, a, a person who passed away you know, a thousand years ago, a year, and he's in Gan Eden for a thousand years now. That's one Gan But then there's the Gan that comes after Mashiach's coming. Because once Mashiach comes, I you can properly serve Hashem. And what's the point of properly serving Hashem? So you can be So there's like uh, three stages. There's Gan as we know it now, that is life after death. And then there is Mashiach's time. Mashiach's time is our world um, physical goodness. So that we can serve Hashem properly, and then once we serve Hashem properly, we get to the ultimate elam haba, the without gofim after Mashiach. This is what we have so far. Now, to add to the mix, we also have what we know already from Hilchas Malachim, that all the stuff that's described at Mashiach's time is all marshal bechida. It's all a marshal. So we really we have four things. We have ganedin is the shemus b'le gofim. We have Mashiach, which therefore means that all the prophecies are not about elam haba, but about Mashiach, because elam haba is too co- incomprehensible. Number three. Even those prophecies about Mashiach is all martial. And number four, there's going to be a stage after Mashiach's time, which is the ultimate Elohim Haba. But now we have the concluding lines of the Ramah. And therefore, it's our physical world. So far, all good. It's our physical world.
0: So far, all good.
1: Okay, so now, now we come to a, a contradiction. Now we come to a contradiction. So let's see the Lecham Mishnah as he articulates the contradiction. I hope you already picked up on the contradiction, right? If you're of the opinion that you might, that the ultimate is Elam Haba without which is, which is no one knows what it's like. It's incomprehensible and therefore all the prophecies are about Mashiach. If that's your opinion, right? Then you're like, which says, the prophecies are about Mashiach and Alamhaba no one know and, and um uh Al Mahaba, Mashama's blood go from no one knows. What did Shmuul say? Ain't B alum's Mashiach Mashim Machbibad, and therefore where are the prophecies in Alamhaba? And the Ramadan like we said before is of the view that the prophecies are not inhabited, the prophecies are in your Mashiach. Which means, according to him, you wouldn't say Ain bin Al Mahaza Al Mashiach Al-Shib Mahs Bibah, Ain bin Mashiach, Allah call on the voice. Because all the nivuos go, go 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 to go to mashiach, which you just finished saying. Because all the nivuos are physical, so they're all in Yemais Mishiyach. So there's a contradiction here, and then I'm going to conclude by saying, mashiach, el So you can't have this statement, mashiach, el and simultaneously also say
0: um,
1: that elam haba is ein l'rasel kims lozacha. I let also, also, like it was That's that's and which says and this is the lechem Let's see the lechem right here. The big
0: Arichus, We're not going to go through the whole thing, just the basic in it.
1: So he concluded this in and call so, man, do I'm of If you have the opinion like Rabbi Chayim which says that all of the prophecies are about Yemarim Sim and Elam Habalakim Ein Lerosa, and Lamanda by Ein Ein Belam Hazza, whereas the other opinion, which is Shmuel, which says that Ain Belam Hazza Yemarim Sim Shichach Ela Shibamalchis Bavad, that means all the prophecies are for Elam Habal. So, Lamanda by Ein Belam Hazza, the one who says that this world and Mashiach's coming is no different other than no more oppression. Mashma the implication is that would mean that is that the Navim are definitely talking about Al Mahab If so, How could the Ramapas like both? Can Pasak over here he's talking about in, in Parak Ches, uh, of the Can Pasak mandam over here he Paskins, that the Navim, which we're talking about physical prophecies, are and Mashiach. And therefore Al Mahaba, Nisham's Blay go from in incomprehensible. That's like a barat. And then at the end of Parakji. Test, which we just saw here, and that opinion that there was no difference in this world, the Messiah's coming other than oppression. That opinion is of the view that would say that the Nevo doesn't go to Mashiach, but goes to Elam So says Mishnah, dear Rambam, where do you place the Navus? Do you place the Nevois in and Mashiach, and therefore Elam or do you say and Mashiach? Is the same thing as our world other than the fact there's no oppression which would mean where do the prophecies go in elm haba so where do you put the prophecies you you can't have it both ways because if the prophecies are in elm haba then our world is definitely the most mashiach is different than elm besides for Jeshub and Malchus, our world has all the prophecies so it's more than
0: Jeshub and Malchus. okay
1: kasha number one of on the Rambam, from from the from the Shalacha Mishnah, which is arguing, which is asking that Ambam clearly quotes Shmuel and yet Paskin Zekev And in Perek and Test, you see, actually quotes them both. Now, this is not just a theoretical discussion of what's going to happen when Mashiach comes, but actually has a lachak application today, which view you are. And this is the Gemara in Shabbos. It's mentioned in, in one of the artists there. Which art is it? In here, Harav fifty eight Shabbos Samach Gimel Aleph. It's going to be quoted in a minute. Okay. So the Mishnah says that on Shabbos A person shouldn't go out of, shouldn't walk carrying on Shabbos his um, ammunition, his, his armor, his sword, his knife, his bow, and arrow. It's clean neshek. If he does, chayv ev chatez. says, not a problem. Tachshiten. You can wear them because it's just like wearing a clothing. It's like, it's, it's, it's an ornament. It's like jewelry. Now, vachachamim say, no, 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 no. It's not jewelry. It's gnai. What's the, how do you know it's a gnai? Because the Mashiach comes, they're no longer going to be swords. They're going to be turned into plowshares. Which means, from the fact that Mashiach comes, right, uh, these right because from the fact that Mashiach comes, there's not going to be any more swords, is because even now it's a night. Igni- okay. Says the Gemara. Um, so Rabbi Lezer, which says, "So if if they're tashitin, so
0: where is it?" Oh, yeah, if they're takshitin, One second. If it's takshit, if it's jewelry, so why is it going to be bought when the Shia comes?
1: She so said, because we don't need them anymore. There's not going to be any more. So why not have tevelinoy? Why not just you know if you don't even if you don't need them at least we jewelry with them for niceness. Okay, it's going to be like insignificant anymore. Now says the Gemara, Upli Gedeshmuel. Rabbi Elazar argues Gedeshmuel, because Shmuel says Ain Benam Hazemese Masech El Shem Bavad, which means according to Shmuel, you actually
0: will need. You will need. These swords when Mashiach comes, because nothing's gonna
1: change. All right? So which means the Chacham in which say that it's Agnai because when Mashiach comes, we're not gonna need them anymore. This is not like Shmuel, because Shmuel says that we're gonna we still need them because nothing's gonna change.
0: When Mashiach comes. Now let's see how that I'm in Pasch-
1: Now, So it's not like armor. It's a sword or, or a spear or something like that. And you are Chayev. Why? Because it's a G'nai. Because he's passing like a Chachamim. Why is it a G'nai? Why is it a, a shameful item to be carrying around? Because the Mashiach comes and he's not going to need them anymore. Why would you need them anymore? Because the world's going to radically change. Unlike Shmuel, so how could Rambam Paskin, like here, here Rambam passing in Pesachim peric- of Hilchah He's passing like a that swords and spears are a shameful things to carry around because when Shia comes, you have no use for them. And yet the Gemara says that if you're if you if you if you're of that view, that means you're of the view. That when Mishia comes, you have no use for them, which means you disagree with Shmuel, who says you will need use for them because it's the only difference between Malchiris. But you still have to protect yourself, you still have to defend our kingdom,
0: and this is this is what the Lechem Mishnah asks.
1: So right the, the Lechem Mishnah begins here, Shabbos The Mishnah which we just quoted earlier. <laughs> you will change your plowshirts and your swords into plowshirts. and your swords into the you your change your and here the point is, when did the rabbi nu about the posak kishmul? Sorry, oh, that's his answer Now in if so, Rabbeinu nu should posak piluch shabbat perakut tes kachachamim the Rambam, which passes is a like a like we saw before because he says you're allowed to not allowed to carry your swords on shabbat because it's like an eye. If posak kishmul, don't be in the middle of the mishmishek. El shem malchis how can you posak kishmul when the gemara says <laughs> much more at odds. So comes the with the gav- with
0: the and says like this. Let me get the punchline here. Okay, let's read it here.
1: Okay, so my father is that I'm a passage that I've been valid He's not like he's not like of the Deputy's as I explained before. To us it's like because it doesn't follow the chachamim. The chachamim say that you're not that you're not allowed to carry the swords out because it's shameful and that's against Shmuel's opinion, which says that when Mashiach comes you'll still need them. Okay, now so the Rama passes like chachamim not like Shmuel. So the question now becomes why is he quoting Shmuel and saying Ain elam hazel If he passes like karabana, so says says the Lechamish like this the Re'anbam's title like this. <speaking in Hebrew> which said that the Navua is on the <speaking in> Re'anbam <Hebrew> and all the things that are going to happen in this world that are new. <speaking in Hebrew> it doesn't mean it's only talking about things that are not in absolute opposition to nature. It's a change in the way we live today because the way we live today, war is a part of reality and ammunition is required. But it's not against nature to say
0: that we no longer need swords. So he's
1: between and. And the verse is like this. Which says that calling of the meshiach and therefore, all the prophecies are about Mashiach's time. Even Rab Abba doesn't think that there's going to be anything hepechatava because it's moshal Anything that the prophecies say that hepechatava, like keves, even keves, is martial. So what does it mean when he says that there is going to be change? It means a change in minog. A change in minug, and there's, no, there's not going to be any more, more poor people. There's not going to be any more wars. That's hepechat minog. Where Shmuel says it's not even going to be, there'll still be poor people when Mashiach comes. And there still might be war, which is why you're going to need the swords. And therefore, said the Lech Mishnah, that when Mashiach
0: comes, there won't be
1: any change in nature, right? But there'll still be a change in Minug, in that, not going to be any war anymore. They're not going to be any poor people anymore. Aye, why does he quote Shmuel? Why does he
0: use that Lashen? Says Lechem Mishnah. Here. Sorry, where is it, before? the
1: Now, Here's the point. Right the between and Shmuel is It should say Teva, the new, the new uh, Rambam changes it to the word Teva. So, it, it, their is. Of course, things are going to. Machlekis like is whether or not things are going to change in the minute, but for sure not. He's using that language to make the point that Teva is not going to change, but Minigailam will change. Now, the Lech Mishnah himself concludes, as you see over here, kasha, he, that his pshat is kasha, because he quotes Gemara in, 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 in Sanhedrin, which implies that the Rebbe actually thinks there is going to be a change in Hepecha Teva, not just Hepecha Minug. And I was thinking about it myself, there may be another kasha on the Rebbe, uh, on the Lech Mishnah. If the Mishnah is basically saying that the Rebbe Kibarab is a Rebbe not like Shmuel, and what's the difference between Rebbe and Shmuel? Rebbe is saying there's going to be a change in Minug, but not a change in Teva. Changing minute because there's, there's not going to be poor people anymore. That's not minugo. Minugo is at this poor much people. No more poor people. No more wars. Minugo is at this war. Now, no more war. But not if that's the case, then lot in the lotion that i bomb, especially since we saw the previous order that there's a double lotion, right? In Pedicate Days. And nothing's going to
0: change. Go back to the beginning here. We can see it.
1: Um, in other words, it's, he says here both things. The says both things. First of all, it's not going to be any change in teva, and right? According to the Lekhem Mishnah, he shouldn't have said He should have just said But certainly, change in minug—that's the whole point of the Lekhem Mishnah. If there is a change in minug, there's no more wars. There's no more poor people, right? There's no more war, which is why you don't need the swords anymore. Which is why you're not allowed to carry them on Shabbos because it's laganai you don't need them anymore when Mashiach comes. So the Lashon of the Rambam is not glatt in the Besides the question that he asks at the end, according to the Gemara, I think the Lashon of the Rambam is also not glatt. Because the Rambam, he writes, both things are not true. It's not going to be and not a change in Minig. Whereas according to the Lashon Mishnah, the Rambam, there is a change in Minig, just not a change in Peva. And that's how he splits between Hibar and Shmuel. Okay. So now we understand the Lashon Mishnah's questions. Let's see how the Rebbe puts this. How the Rebbe, uh articulates these two questions, and then we'll get to the Bishbir. So we do a kusha shemaksh al zelach bishne matzino shi raman poysik la lach b'stiloza. The Raman quotes Shmuel, which says "Ein ben lo hazav b'lesem shech eloshim makhus lavat," and this seems to be a contradiction based on what we just
0: learned from the Lechem Mishnah. So the,
1: Gemara, the Gemara says. to <laughs> is beyond human imagination, even of the prophets. of and this is in opposition to Shmuel. To Omar, Shmuel, Shmuel, said, Ain that there's no difference between the world as we know it today and Mashiach's time, other than the fact that we will be our own sovereign halachic nation under the kingdom of Malchus Teis David, and therefore all the prophecies are talking about Alam Haba. The Ram Bam the Paskin, like which is paul because so, the Ram Kol, the Ram Bam Haba, I'm The as we saw before. The Paskin. But the prophecies are about Yemaisa Mashiach, because the prophecies are physical. And that's not the real reward. The Yemaisa Mashiach and the physical the physical rewards are just to set us up to get the real reward, right? Because once we have the physical rewards, we can serve Hashem properly, and then we can get the real reward of Al-Mahabah. So he passes like Chibar Abba. Taking all the prophecies and putting them into the era of Mashiach. Okay. But Israel Mishnah, the Mishnah says, etc. And Abu says. You're allowed to carry them to Sachikin Hay because they are ornaments; they're like jewelry. That you're not know allowed to carry swords and you're not know allowed to carry spears because in the Why the Laginai? Because we're going to turn our swords into plowshares. And the pasuk says, "Leisegrei el goechetav limdu now navi tachitenu leibetin lasit." According to Rebbe Lezer, because it's just jewelry, keep on wearing it when Mashiach comes. Now the Gemara Sharmuva Dezah this, and the Gemara brings both this, and the Gemara says, "The the the according to one opinion says, okay, we didn't get into this actually in the Gemara, but the Gemara said that there's different ways of understanding a Lezer. One way of understanding a Lezer is that when Mashiach comes, they will be bottled. because you don't need them anymore. Like we saw before, Shlaga Bet Tira Mayah is no longer useful. Therefore, even though it's a jewelry today, when Mashiach comes, because it's not useful anymore, it's not going to a jewelry anymore, and no one will have it. And this, and this will be opposite of Shmuel, because Shmuel says you'll still need the swords because the world operating as it was. Whereas Abba says all the prophecies are in the voice of Mashiach, and therefore you won't need the swords. Now, according to the other opinion, that you'll that 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 swords will still be needed when Mashiach comes. And which is like Shmuel, because Shmuel says you'll still need the swords when Mashiach comes. And which is not like your Abba, because B'chepar puts all the prophecies in the Moisem Mashiach, and therefore you won't need the swords when Mashiach comes. But Shmuel says you will need the swords when Mashiach comes. But however you put the Balezer it doesn't make a difference. And But everybody, but according to, however you tie your Balezer whatever leather says, and when Mashiach comes, you're still going to have the swords, and because he's like Shmuel, or. He's like a which says you're not going to need the swords, because uh, because he's like a because all the prophecies are talking about Mashiach's time. However, you put a belezer, the chachamim would say that it's a gnai, that carrying a sword today is a derogatory, shameful act. Why? Because it's not supposed to be here. Because the Mashiach comes, going to be gone. So, however, you tie to belezer, Avodas chachamim lookula amushikli is not uh to Chachamim, however you touch a according to Chachamim, we no longer need ammunition when Mashiach comes. If a person walks around carrying a sword today, he's khatas for carrying. But it's not a it's not a proper article of clothing. So how is it possible that the Rambam also quotes Shmuel and says I can't tell you why, but it's just interesting to note that the Rebbe only quotes the second Kasha of the Shlecha Mishnah and not the first Kasha of the Shlecha Mishnah, where it seems to be a split between Peraches and Peraches in El I don't know why that
0: is, why the Rebbe only quotes the, the Kasha
1: from Halach. And again, if someone has a suggestion, please. Post in the comments or send me a message, be happy to, uh, to look at that.
0: Okay. Now,
1: before we go weiter into the next SIF, again, I wanna look at the overarching shittas that I was going to address. And then we'll be able to go
0: through the sources with the hardest, and um, understand it as best we can. So this is this topic I'm about to go into is a big, big discussion. And
1: um, so this takes a side in this discussion, as we're going to see. So the question is, what's the ultimate Havana? What's the ultimate destination? So you to so this we know that the ultimate is the that kavana is and that the gofshibin is Allah and so on and therefore to us it's not even a question that
0: the ultimate is the, the, the,
1: the life that's the ultimate but as we saw that I'm of the view that the ultimate is and that's, how he, that's what he touches the words Al-Mahaba means. al means life, life of neshamah without the distractions of a guf. Eternal life within the And as you said before, that happens even after Mashiach's coming, right? Because Mashiach's coming is only to allow you to serve Hashem properly so that you can, so that you can ultimately get to al which is a spiritual experience. And indeed, Sudaraivit so uh, says, arguing when the Rambam writes, Al-Mahaba in the says that I says that I it. If he's calling Elam Haba a world of Nishamis it gufim, it's almost the same though Tresa Mason. Now, the Rav is not going to say straight up that the Rambam doesn't say that it's Mason because earlier in the, the Telkhus Chuva, the Rambam writes that someone who doesn't believe in Tresa Mason doesn't have a Khalik in So clearly, the Rambam does believe in Tresa Mason. And we also saw the Egeris Tresa Mason when the Rambam spent the whole letter to defend this position that he actually believes in Tresa Mason, obviously but it sounds like it says that I because he's putting Elam haba he, the Rambam is defining Elam haba as in the and it's almost as if it's no we'll see in a minute why the I saying this. and he goes on to say wa hiya are loy to arise with their clothing on a wheat a a a, a stock that kernel grows with its sheaf it has like a a encasing." Because maybe they'll, they'll arrive from the dead and they want to make sure they're wearing the right clothing. They're going to stand in their bodies to knock back to the earth. they're going to arise with whatever sicknesses they had when they died and then heal. I, the Rambam, talks about, we, before, we looked at the Rambam in one of the earlier shurim. I, the Rambam, talks about the, the crowns that are on their heads. Says the, uh, says the Rambam, uh, we'll have bodies, but maybe our bodies will be as strong as Malachim. And then, the marshal uh, will have actual crowns on our heads. Okay, there's a famous Kesef Mishnah Mishn here, which says that the Rambam and Rambam are talking about the same things, they're just using different language. But in any event, on the basic level, to so the Machlekes Rambam and Ravid, the Rambam writes that the ultimate destination is Olam Haba. Without Kesem Mesim, and the Ravid saying Kesem Mesim, that's where that's where it's at, and it's more clearly articulated in the Rambam. The Rambam writes, "This Olam Haba that the Gemara that the Chachamim referred to, the Gemara refers to, Shu'isayk Matnachar and is the ultimate reward." Daber mistapikul the Mishnah. It's not clear in the Mishnah what exactly Olam Haba is. Al just means world to come. What exactly is this world? Where is it? When is it? What is it? in this part the and it's not clearly articulated in the Gemara is this Alamhaba talking about a world of the um and each individual gets this on their own after a person dies, after 120 a person gets qadaidin. Oi, who Or is it another world that will be renewed later? And it'll be a guf nefesh. So that's option two. Option A is could be the world, life after death, as we know it today, after 120. Or it could be another new world that's going to emerge with bodies and souls. A body a soul in a body. Or in this new world that's going to emerge, it's going to be neshamas only. So which one is it? Nishamas only now. Neshamah in some future world, or neshamah
0: alone in some future world. So,
1: the way we understood till now from the Ramban, it's option one and three, right? It's elohim the world, life after death, as we see it today. Or, and number two, after Yimayse Mashiach, Yimayse Mashiach is that time when Hashem is going to bless us with everything we need so we can properly serve Him, and then from there we're going to immerse to with this neshamah begufim. Which is option three that the that Ramban just gave here, but it says that Ramban, not that is a chapter in What's the Look at the Gemara. This famous Gemara in the beginning of the first, the last, the first mission in the last parak of Sanhedrin. The last parak I said that the parak Chelak is all about Chiz Hametzin, and it begins like this: Call Yisrael Yesh Tem Chelak Am Habosh and Emar Ya'amak Kunt Tzadik Melam Mishwaris Neitzem Atay Masay Edlis Bar. This is the one who taught P'sukim. And there it says, everybody gets a chalik al-haba. So, what is this al This is the that I'm talking about. Well, it's one of three options. But then the Mishnah says, it just finished saying everybody has a chalik and al haba and then it gives us exceptions to the rule. What's one of the exceptions to the rule? Someone who denies chesamesim and al-haba, which is a duke, not just that he denies chesamesim, but denies chesamesim is in the Torah. Because the toda, um doesn't say chesamesim explicitly, but the Gemara goes to a bunch of Implicit references in the Torah to Theresa Mason. And therefore, someone who denies the references of Torah to Theresa Mason, he won't get Alamhaba. Now says the Gummara why does someone who denies here? Why does someone who deny denies Thresa Mason Torah? Why does he not get el Mahaba? Tana, who cough Patresa Mason, Lafita, La Yeal Khelt Patriesa Mason. She combed this bark me to get middle. Hashem rewards and punishes measure for measure. So, this person denied Tresa Mason, so he doesn't get Tresa Mason. So, which means Tresa Mason is Olam Haba. Because the Mishnah said, the one who denies Tresa Mason loses Olam Haba. And the Gemara explains, what does it mean? Why does he lose Mason? Because he denied Tresa Mason? He loses Tresa Mason, which means Olam Haba in the Mishnah is Tresa Mason. Which means Olam Haba is not, as the Rambam said, Neshamis Beloi Gufim, but Neshamis did Gufim with Tresa and that's what the Ramban says here. December this implies. What's Alam Haba? It's option two, which is on the in a Mason, and that is what is going to be the ultimate word. And it's not. A world in the Shamas, which we call Ghanedin, which is what we experience, which is what we talk about now, Ghanedin, um, life after death, after 120. Okay, so which means then, for clarity's sake, right, so there's two issues. Number one, we talked about in the previous Sif, which is where do you put the nevuah, the Navuahs of the Chachamim? You put the voice navu- in your Moise Mashiach, where do you put the voice in elam Question number one. Rambam takes the nevus the, the and puts them into Yemoisim says that's all physical, slash, martial, and Alam Haba is the Shamus you can't even prophesize about it, it's too amazing. Ramban says, haba, that is Tresa Mason. And Yemoisim is our
0: physical worlds, but Either miracles or not miracles.
1: Um, Ramban is of the view that there are miracles, certainly in Tresa mesin. We saw that uh, also earlier. The Ramban uh, was uh, questioning the the Ramban. You saw that earlier in, in um, one of the previous year. Okay, and as the Rebbe is going to note for us in some of the later artists that Chizuk this is the same way. Here he puts the Rebbe quotes a few sources. go to Torah, which you can see over here. Look at Torah. We where he quotes the mm-hmm. Ramban. My chicheshmira, gagar of a chichai, who never smell of the another thing, another question that that Ramban asked, which did not look at. And Elamasa Shkoya as man at three The Rambans of the view that talk about three okay. summation. She other big goof, but I became in Berlea Hila. because the Gamarra says that El Habas in Berlea Hila Voystia. And that was the Rambam Zariah that is talking about Nishamas Pulegufim because it's no Achila no Shia. And the Ramban argues, well, if it's Elam and the obviously there's no Achila or sh-tia. What's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is in the Shama Beguf, and nevertheless no Achila, there's the Chiddush. Now, what's the reason? And so this goes on to explain, B'niyataan b'niyit b'chines achilahu. Now, that explains what B'nevroim is in for of B'kelem. But when Mashiach comes, we won't need to eat because we're gonna live off off, uh, of the Shechina. So we're gonna live off uh, here. That's the information we're to divide. Ain not to leave my share. Bit a bit live leave our m'gashmon. Dimkei Ma'k Mashmon. Dim by Achila. And Hashem Hakadosh Bo'ya Gamkin Lo Yehya Bo'ya Achila. this the second source.
0: No, oh, sorry, yeah, this is the second source already. Second source, look at the terdom.
1: Yeah, the the bottom line is because this quotes both these opinions, and then Daftke explains this. The the look at the terdom. I'm sorry, Daftke explains the opinion of to explain how a Messiah comes we're going to be enemies of ashrina and that's how we're going to that's how we're going to live right because over here. Like the Ramban says, eating, was the point of the body? the point is that even the will be That's the bottom line. So we see it from the that the al Paskins like the Ramban, the Dafka, the Guf, and even so, the Guf won't need to eat. Because the Guf will be and that's not going to survive. Uh, now, here the Tzimak Tzaddik also says the same thing, and here the Tzimak Tzaddik says explicitly that we Paskin like the Ramban, that the ultimate is El Matria, that El Mahaba is El Matria, which is Nishamish And let's look at this Lashi here because it's very, very clear, very lucid, and we'll see it clearly, and then we'll go to. Then we'll look at one more source from the Rebbe and then we'll go back to the Sikha
0: and with that we'll conclude. So, Tzimach Tzedek is, uh,
1: I think it's a mitzvah tzitzis in Derech Mitzah and he introduces two questions and the second question is like this. What's this idea of reward that Hashem tells us we're going to get reward for all the things He commanded us to make sure that two types of reward. After 120, and b the second reward is tris hamesim. The is tris hamesim. It very soon. Now, Haran Bamzal peder Ishim Mishnayis b'mishnas Kol Yisrael. Peder Ishim on Sanhedrin, where the where the Gemara Mishnah said Kol Yisrael Yechlof Yechlof Elam Habol. So what's Elam Habol? So we saw this machlok already. So here, the Bam was made over there in Peder Mishnayis, but beer in Elam in explaining what Elam Habol is. According to his view. This is his loss. Just like a blind person cannot identify colors, and a deaf person cannot tell you what a sound is like. A body cannot appreciate what the delight of a soul is. We only we we are too sensual. All we experience is what our fingers touch and what our mouth tastes and what our ears and eyes can experience. We have no idea what it's like. To experience a purely nafshistika ta'inuk. Just like a blind person cannot tell you what color it is. Shang nishamas are, 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 you know, they're consistent, they're, they're infinite, they're, they're eternal. They don't end. There's no comparison whatsoever to physical pleasures and the pleasure of the nishama. What's the pleasure of appreciating Hashem? continuous delight in just to grasp and, you know, bask in the divine glory of understanding Hashem. This is our souls will appreciate and conceive ideas of Hashem. You cannot take that pleasure and put it into, you know, separate it. Like, you know, we can separate the pleasure of food and the pleasure of, of music and the pleasure of whatever else we enjoy in our lives. But this, you can't do that. You can't, it's, not, it, it's, a, it's a unified, singular pleasure of, you know, communication with Hashem. And I know, words fail, obviously. You can't count it. You can't use a martial to describe it. This, this pleasure. And this is what he means. When the Prophet wants to describe how amazing, he says, look, I can't describe it. This is the ultimate goal, the ultimate reward, the final destination, the Shamus without a freed from all the bizarre needs and desires of the goof, and just purely spiritual existence. Now, it's true, it's amazing you say, the oh, it's amazing one of you said this. body must die. The body is comprised of elements. Anything comprised must, this is one of the other kolalim in the Rambam's shittas of hakira. if you want to use that word, that everything that's bahar kava must eventually be mispadded. So anything that's comprised of elements will eventually fall apart. The body is comprised of many different elements. Most elementally, esh, mayam, ruach, and offer, the four elements of fire, water, earth, and air. Or we're comprised, we are comprised. We have flesh, we have blood, we have veins of all kinds of things that come together to make, us, make our body. And because we are comprised, eventually we fall apart. And Neshama is not a comprised union. In- it's a singular, pure entity, and therefore is eternal. And therefore the body, even after the term Tres has to come to an end. So the Rambam's view, there's Tres when it is, we don't know yet, but there's Tres and that Tres comes to an end. It dies, the body dies, the body, dies. The body falls apart. And then the Neshama appreciates true Elam so if we go back to our stages in the Nambam, we have and life after death, as we know it now, after 120. We have Yomoisin Mashiach, which is all the good, all physical goodness in this physical world, which is all the prophecies, which is all the muscle, all so that we can live a good life so we can properly serve Hashem. And then when we properly serve Hashem, we can eventually get to Elam Haba, Nisham, Misham, Balay And somewhere here, there's T'chis Mason, somewhere before that final stage of Elam Haba, there's T'chis masim. Now, before we get to the Rabbi's Zibir, what you would conclude is, going back to the, the Rambam's letter, Rambam's letter, which we quoted in one of the previous classes, the Rambam writes that there's going to be T'cheese Mason, and Hashem is going to do whatever he wants before Mashiach comes, after Mashiach comes. Whenever Hashem wants, he's going to do it. Not our business. Hashem is going to do T'cheese Mason whenever he wants. So somewhere in this mix, it's T'cheese Mason, but somewhere before the final stage of the ultimate post haba post uh, T'cheese Mason. Mashiach. So now, continues This means to say, will is temporary. Then we'll go back to Gan Eden, which is the ultimate destination. But we're not look at that section But again, you can have a look there. So this is the Rambam. Ramban but the Ramban writes. I pointed here. the Ramban disagrees. The Rambam. The raya is Brutus with clear proofs. So I'm going to ask that they came and crazy This is, we also saw this in the raya, this this proof. And Tzadikim are not going to return to the earth. And other raya's, like we saw the one, we saw the main raya, which is that the Gemara says that why does he lose T'cheh Because he is Khaifan T'cheh S'meysim. Which means therefore the Ilm Haba is So the point of Peter is the T'cheh S'meysim where it talks to the other. T'cheh S'meysim, that's the final destination. This is the great clue that's called Ilm Haba. Like I made it. An abstract spiritual, intellectual enjoyment of divine, which is what a nefesh and a sikhli in the enjoys. Amazing. That a neshamah is detached from a body without the distractions. The body can ab- appreciate the ebesh there. It's beautiful. As an amam, so aptly described, that it's like trying to tell a blind person what colors are. That's what it's like trying to tell a, a goof go- what the tannic of a nefesh is. Even more than the Rambam described, it's way beyond that. So, where that Rambam said that chesem is till you finally get to without the neguv? Rambam says, It's a holding place. Just he's in the waiting room. While the nefesh is in the waiting room. He's enjoying himself. That's ganedim. Ganedin is when the Shamal leaves the body, goes to a beautiful place, and he's waiting there till he can get to the ultimate reward of Tresemason, which, and Shuhu al-Mahaba, that's al-Mahaba. The al-Mahaba the, the, the is way beyond anything you could possibly imagine, even greater than al-Mahaba, even greater than Ganedin. I'm sorry. And this is the Halacha al-Pikabala And then he goes on to explain how it's going to work. And this is, of course, the subject of many of my modern in Rakaaka in, 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 uh, and in Samachvav in many places explaining this Indian
0: of what it means. Um, this ultimate Tainu Ga'atmi of Neshama Bigguf. Okay. Now we look at one more um, source that there besides two.
1: And then we'll go to the secha. Subject So besides the source, in the footnote, and everybody says there were some nisman because there over be here cites many, many, many sources. So this is a letter look at the so in ig in, in Kadesh, it's here um page one oh two of two of Tashin Hey Tashin
0: Khes. So Achaim Akhes Mason, Oilam Haba, Achash Yuha Mason, Oilam Haba,
1: which we learned is after Khesim Mason, Oilam Hatrian. They report the in the sources. Came far from Ravid, the Ramban, Rabbe Ben Tur the Salavi, Navidskh, the Shallah, Rabbi Al T Rebbe, and the Khulkim al Haramba, Hammafarish, Mamrazaz, Alman Ashamas. So you see here, this is all the sources of the reports for this machelikis. And it would seem in the Rebbe's little collection here that the Rambam is in is the best, is in the minority here. The majority is on the side of the Ramban. That it's Al elamatchiya like chesudas is the shamus begufim and that's what elam haba really ultimately is. And then the rebbe gets into this idea of em ba sharam loyachilah vleishdiah. Because the Khuda she also loved yakadsh baruch hu isis sidle tzadikim. So what do you mean by em ba yachilah vleishdiah? Never goes to a stikapilpel here. Did not so look up all the sources, so I can't claim proper understanding of the whole pilpel. But could see the rebbe's answer at the end. The cheder says gishmak. The cheder never loymar. The when the Chachamim said there's no el mahaba, that there's no eating and drinking in el mahaba, means no eat and and as we define el mahaba, it's neshamas the gufim, which means neshamas without gufim without eating and drinking. Rambam, which says el mahaba is neshamas without a guf, okay, no eating and drinking for Nashama. But if we pass him like the Ramban that el mahaba does have a guf, it's el matziah. Then what's the deal with no eating and drinking? So it explains that Abba Brulam el mahaza that our world is not like the world to come el matziah. El in our world, we saw this already. Look at the turtle a little bit. When right now, in order for our neshama to rem- in order for our to stay in our bodies, stay alive, we need to eat and drink. comes, after is Mason, which is of How are we going to survive by enjoying an of We saw the turtle. Even the guf Gashmi will enjoy, will be able to sustain itself just by enjoying the ibishter's Gilui. Hashem has another purpose for why we need to eat. Because there's giluim and halas and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so all to say that we have these two opinions as to what exactly elam haba is, whether elam haba is or where the Mojave is
0: now let's
1: get to to explain all of the issues mentioned above specifically two problems number one we have the prophecy about ilana israk barren trees starting to bear fruit which has to be literal how could the Rambam say nothing's going to change number one number two the Bam says nothing's going to change when mashiach comes and yet, he paskins that there's not going to be any swords anymore. Because he says, like, that you know how to walk out on Shabbos with a sword. Why can't you walk out on Shabbos with a sword? Because a sword is a gnai. A sword is a derogatory thing to wear. Why is it derogatory? Because Mashiach comes not going to be here. If it's not going to be here anymore, that means you poskens like a Khibaraba. When Mashiach comes, there's going to be a change in the world. These are the two students. These are the two kashas. And now, it introduces one final question before we get there. And this is related to the issue of Tchiasa and which we just discussed. It's one of the thirteen principles that the Rambam himself articulated. the thirteen principles of our faith articulated in the Peshat and as footnote sixty-one says, right. Whenever you touch, however you touch elam haba, whether elam haba is elam atchia or elam haba is Neshama's bolay Guffim, either way, if you're covering to of asem, it's elam haba. And in pirsht mishnayis, that the goes even further and says that in like, v'kis so it's ikar gadol. So so bitkom and This is the ultimate change in the world. So what do you mean when Moshiach comes? Nothing's going to change. It's going to be tchias of How can nothing change? Okay. Now. Before I go to the next line, I want to make another point, which we mentioned, I think, in the first year, which is that Rambam in his letter, when he writes that Hashem will make Tcheh whenever he wants, right? And that's how he defends his position, because all we're talking about is what Mashiach is going to do. I mentioned it then, I'm going to say it now again, and it's going to come up again later in the future, sif. that in pedek Yud Aleph, the Rambam talks about what Mashiach does, and that's where he says that Mashiach doesn't have to do any miracles and doesn't have to make some base. But in pedek Yud that I'm not describing what Mashiach is going to do. That I'm describing what the fact of the world is going to be. And is a fact in the world, even if Mashiach doesn't do it. Which means there is a there is a because there's the revival of the dead. Now, 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 that ever gets into the issue we talked about before of what exactly Elam Habba is. If you follow the opinions, at the world of Thesamasim, who Olam Haba. If you go with this is a view, or the Ramban's view. you can see here in the footnote, this Ramban, the is the letter you can see in the star, it's Higgis Kardash. That's what we looked up. So we saw all those sources. So if you follow those sources, that means, then Okay, so now now we get more clarity in the Ramban's view and this is view. And why, if the Ramban were to go with that view, the question wouldn't be a question. Because in Jesus' in view, in the Ramban's view, which is Pasuken's like, this is, this is the scenario. This is what's happening. You have Elam Haza, our physical world. You have Meisah Mashiach, which is at the tail end of our physical world. And then you have Elam Haba, which is Teches Mason. So if you were to say that, then you could say that Yemesah Mashiach, nothing changes. Because Yemesah Mashiach is part of our world. Changes? That happens in Elam Haba. That would be like rabbi Baraba. Yavchiyah Baraba says. I'm sorry, that would, be like, like, that would be like consistent like Shmuel. Shmuel says, no change between our world and the Mashiach other than Shebid Malchis. All the prophecies, where do they go? And HaMesim, which, which is Tcheis HaMesim slash So that's no longer the because the Mashiach is part of our world. It's just the perfected state of our world where there's no Shebid Malchis anymore. All the prophecies and changes in nature and Tcheis HaMesim, separate world. not a problem. So that would be okay if the, Ramb- if the Rambam would agree with the Ramban in that area. If he were to say that the ultimate destination is Elam and Elam is Elam Haba that's the title of the mission of Elam Haba is Tres mason then you can take all the prophecies and put them into Elam Haba as Rechibar Abba does and say that's a separate world and therefore Elam Kimen comes because it's not a separate world it's not Elam not Haba yet it's still this world but the is view which we saw earlier from 63 tells us to go to Shuvah and I guess, like, Tche'as Mason, and heard this, which is quoted in the maybe we'll see it later. But the Ramam's view, that Olam Haba is a world after Mashiach. Both agree that it's after Mashiach, but is it after Mashiach, or is it after Mashiach, then therefore, and Tche'as is not the ultimate reward. And then what is Tche'as Mason? where is Tche'as Mason then? Where do you position it? So if you look at Igeras at Rambam, put it wherever you want. That's what that's what the Rambam said there. Hashem will do it whenever He wants, but it still has to, it's still a phenomenon that has to happen. So it has to happen. by as man betkupin Yimayse Mashiach, Yisheh nashoma ba'elam haba, As I mentioned this before, that the Rambam is used where there's three stages. Our world, right? There's always three stages. Our world, Yimayse Mashiach, and elam haba. But what is elam If elam haba is elmatzir, then no problem Elmatzir is a separate world. But if Alumhab is a the Shamash beleg of him, then Al Matriya has to happen somewhere here, either in our world or in Yumaysa Mashiach. Or more specifically, there's Ma'amatik Yois Mashiach. The fish of Alamhaba. So Nimsa should the which is triysa be The Yemoisa Mashiach. Not in Habba, which is post-Triesa Mason, post-Yumaisama Shiach. If you like the Ramban, where Habba is Ulmatriya, then Triasama Takah doesn't happen during Yuma Shiach. It happens in this other thing called Ulum Haba, which is post-Yois Mashiach. But if you like the Rambam, that Olam Haba is a shamash below him, so Olam Hatzhiah has to happen before Olam Haba, which means it's gonna happen. So how could you possibly say that in has time, nothing's gonna change? And therefore says the Rabba. the Hech we must therefore say. Rambam, yonam v'chein manam There are two separate elements, which take place in two separate times. This is key. It's not just two times. It's two elements and two times, and the two elements are going to become more clear later in the sefer. Yeshna in Yin, there is this idea and zman and time called Yom Yisrael Meshiach. She calls certain days of which is about Mashiach's arrival, and that nothing's going to change and it's going to be fine as is. But v'yashna in Yin, this man Neifis, and there's another idea and another time. Asher itayz v'sla achet kupis ascholis in Meshiach Meshiach. Which happens after the beginning of Mashiach time, but it's still part of Mashiach time, because before Elam Habu, there'll be new changes. Baruch things which Hashem will do, not Mashiach, because Mashiach is only responsible for the first part of Mashiach's coming, which is still natural phenomenon, just to restore halacha and restore the line of David and restore the get rid of Shemachis and restore the and so on and so forth. That's his job. And then there's another stage, all still listen to Yimei Mashiach, which Hashem will do. And at that point, things will change. So this will happen in a later time. So, what's now it comes out the Rebbe's Chiddush? So, till now, before the Rebbe's Chiddush, what would you say? There's three world. There's three epochs. The way we know it now: the Meisim Mashiach, where uh, nothing changes, all Moshev Chidda, no miracles, and number three is haba, which is neshamas below gufim, and then are Where does tzeis happen? We don't know. Shrug your shoulders. Put it wherever you want, anywhere before Olam haba, which is neshamas below gufim. Now that Rebbe is says no, we must place the tzeis amesim somewhere. We have to put it somewhere. It's got to be in tzeis. It's got to be in the yomai So therefore, there's really four stages. Oylem hazan of which Mashiach the person is responsible for. And that's when there's gonna be Marshal the And that's when there's gonna be um with Midash, and this is what the Rahman was talking about when he said that Hashem is going to give us a perfected world so we can serve him properly. And then there's gonna be mason which Hashem does, not Mashiach, that's what the Ram wrote mason that Hashem does it. Yeah. And that's when, there might be other miracles also. Ilan will make, Israq will make fruit and so on. And after that, the ultimate destination. Now, in Ramban, there's three Kufis. The last one's not there. Because there's three Kufis, then this third Tkufa, which is Mason, is not part of Mishayah, but a separate epoch called Ilam Haba. Okay. The one thing that is what's shot in the Ramam letter where he says that Hashem will do Yemaisim, will do whenever he wants. Machorah, we're learning now, it's at a second Tukufin. Yemaisim So the Rebbe is going to deal with this in more detail later, but for now, the Rebbe is just going to make sure it's not a stitter. So it says the Rebbe in footnote 65. Or before we get to 65, the a Gishmaka already in 64. So, Bapiza a Yumtuk, based on this fact that there's two Tukufis, At the first before, which is Yemayim and Mashiach, which Mashiach is responsible to Teqlas Yemayim Mashiach, which Mashiach himself is responsible for, to restore the Machzuch based David the rest of Midrash and Kibbutz and so on. So, please, Yom Tzecher Rambam Me'farid in Perakid Aleph, Shom Kuvalakamun B'fnim where, I, as I mentioned before, in Perakid Bayes, Rambam talks about the era of Mashiach as a time. In Perakid Aleph, he talks about what Mashiach does, the person. And there he writes, al, yal, al, Hashem, Mashiach, tarif, um, bavis, um, "Don't think that Mashiach himself has to do any miracles, change anything in the world, or make t'hesa So why is he using these examples? Says that, like, why put it in there? So explains the Rebbe. Now we understand why. The Rambam is actually quoting. Vahim, okay, you so so Mashiach. The Rambam is telling us just like you know Mason is going to happen but mashiekh doesn't have doesn't have to do it so are the going to happen just mashiekh doesn't have to do it that's the point Okay, I, I, the Jews, I did not get to look this up, and next uh, I will, and we'll know we'll, what we'll this is better. But it seems like the Rambam himself is saying that there is a relationship between Tishmas and the era of Mashiach, and therefore it has to happen at that point. But this is the Kesmak Enim. Now, when the Rambam says the Mashiach doesn't have to do anything, what he means is all of these things are going to happen, but Mashiach has to, doesn't have to do them. So don't wait for Mashiach to do them before you acknowledge him as Mashiach, right? Because we're talking about the Halachis of Mashiach. What's the fundamental halakha of Mashiach? First of all, the halakha of the belief in Mashiach. That's one halakha. But another halakha is how do you know to identify Mashiach? Answer: He has to make the Mishiach, he has to make the Gullis, he has to be a king from, from Malchus based of it, but he doesn't have to do miracles, even though miracles will happen, but he doesn't have to do them. He doesn't do to either, even though it will happen. And it will happen in the Mashiach at a later period, because Mashiach himself doesn't have to do these things to prove his worth. Okay. Now comes 65, getting back to this idea, getting back to this issue of the Ramam's letter. The Rambam writes that Hashem will do whatever He wants in terms of and and now we're saying that it's actually going to happen in a later tchup and in Says the Rabbim sixty-five. in the or before. Why is he saying or before? It says the The Rambam is not arguing with my mother in the Gemara in Sanhedrin. That transformation is going to happen at a certain point. It goes through the different, uh, different uh, millennia, and transformation happens at a certain point. not arguing with that. The point is that Hashem could do it. The what I is trying to do in the letter is the friendship between what Mashiach does and what God does, and Rama is basically saying, don't confuse the issues. When you're talking about what God does, then we, as a halachic book, don't have any say in the matter. Hashem will do whatever he wants. When he wants it, he wants to make t'chis before. He'll do t'chis before. says in Razal that happens to be at a certain point, and therefore Hashem can't do what he wants. Hashem can do whatever he wants. He can do it before, can do it later, can do it after. But here in the book of halacha, what are we talking about? We're talking about what Mashiach has to do. And Mashiach doesn't have to make t'chis meesim. it's gonna happen, of course it's gonna happen. And I, the proper order of how it should happen is because of the way Chachamim say it should happen in a later Tikkun. fine, will happen later that that's true. That doesn't take away from the fact that Hashem can do whatever He wants. The his main point in the letter is separate between what God does and what we're doing in the book of halacha. What we're doing in the book of halacha is talking about what Mashiach has to do and what the halachas of Mashiach are. Not the halachas of what God has to do. Because God will do whatever He wants. Even though it's true that Chachamim tell us what the proper order of how it's supposed to be. And then it puts in the footnotes to see the zohar in two places, where the zohar gives the order of events. So first, the zohar says like this: They're discussing what's the different. It's a similar discussion to the gemara about.
0: And at one point, Rabbi Yosef
1: asked Rabbi Nachman, "Is Yosef Mishyach and Tzefes not the same? Amolay it's not the same." The Meshach and Ches are not the same time. Tanah and Besamidosh Kodam, the Kibbutz Golayz. First comes comes Kibbutz Golayz. And then Kibbutz Golayz, Kodam, Ches HaMesim. After Kibbutz Golayz comes Ches HaMesim. or HaMesim, where, Akhir, comes last, and
0: he quotes from Tsukim to prove that. Likewise, this Zayihara also says, Again, the Besamidosh Yosem B'kad Misa. Yambukaz, bro, ko, mo, Afro.
1: Yitav, vamralan. Okay, so until the point when Hashem is first going to build a midosh, we take the chala and restore the hechal. even the karki of and we will build the city of your slime. and then afterwards, after you rebuild Yerushalayim, which is what Mashiach has to do first, rebuild Yerushalayim, kibutz kolis. Then you yekum Then those will ar- those who are lying in the earth will arise.
0: Okay, we have final footnote here. Final
1: footnote, foot, footnote sixty-six. So the Rebbe said, the Rebbe concluded this idea of two kufis in the Meisim Meshiach Gufa. Rebbe tells us to look at a Shallah. Shallah is here. Shallah writes after he writes about what's going to happen when Meshiach comes, it's eternal life, and and so on and so forth. and very Arichus. says he needed a It seems from be opinion. That nothing's going to change when Mashiach comes. from the way the world operates today. and the Rambam followed that view. And the Rambam writes there, Don't think anything can change. Yeah, we saw the Rambam. I tremble when I say the following. When Shmuel says nothing's going to change, he's talking about not the seventh millennia, which is a true reward, but he's talking about Elif Fashishi. But after Shmuel agrees there's going to be all this radical change, miraculous change. And it's possible that Shmuel even agrees, even within Elif that, that there's going to be these radical changes in nature. But to who? Because Mashiach comes during the time of Elif which is part of our world. Elif is already Elam which is the next world, either Elam or or So it says the shallah that Elif Hashishi certainly, Shmuel agrees, is going to be all this miraculous stuff. But it's possible even Elif but for who? For those who were born post-Mashiach's time in Elif and when the shmuel says that is going to change, no miraculous nature, let's talk about people who existed, people who were born before Mashiach came. You know, born out of regular human urges rather than born in purity because they're born in such a manner they'll also die. Right? And then they'll, they'll come back and take In other words because the Shalom says that the that, Messiah uh, is Chaim Nitzchim. And that's obviously a change in Minak Okay, so it says, first of all, that could exist in El Fashvih, but even in El Fashishi, those who are born post Messiah comes, they're going to enjoy Chaim um, Nitzchim already at that point. But those who were born before, they'll die because they were born from a trip And they'll come back in Tchismesim El Fashishi, El Fashvi. Amin Malim Kdushah, those who were born in Kdushah of El Fashishi, in Mashiach time, in Mashiach HaTai, no death for them. And then even those who are revived during the Mashiach before El Fashvii, Asher Kala Mehem HaAcham Bezumas Asher So they've already uh, rid themselves of all the negative nature of the Guf and therefore yishur Chaim HaKayamim stay forever. And if therefore, even the Gemara says, "Right, we saw the Gemara. The gemata, uh, no, sorry, where's the Gemara?
0: It's not here. No, Gemara here. When it introduces Abkir's opinion, and then Shmuel's opinion, it says, as if explicitly stating that they disagree, right?
1: Excuse me." So Rabbi Chibar said, "Kol Avil Men is the only basis of Sheich Bavad." And then it says, "Pligud Ishmuel." So the Loshin seems to imply that it's an argument. But uh, Shalom says, shmu Or Rabbi Chibar Abba, "Mar Machadem, the Machadem, because They're talking about different times, either later time or earlier time. After Amar Shmuel, Pligud Ishmuel. Even if after Amar, even if the Gemara says, "Pligud Ishmuel," that's definitely an argument. Pliga, argument means hiluk, like liflo means to separate. But not that. But you call lechem with a binyan akhar. They're talking about different times. Okay. So we see that this, there's this idea in the Shalah of different eras within Yemoisah Mashiach. That, that when Shmuel says nothing's gonna change, he means the beginning of Yemoisah Mashiach. But later in either in El Fashvi, or even before then, not, either in El Fashvi, al Mahaba, or earlier in El Fashishi Gufa, there's gonna be these radical changes in nature for those who were born post Yemoisah Mashiach. Now that, the Rebbe tells us in 66, the Rebbe in Hara 66, cites to that inshallah but then tells us that it, it can't be the Rambam's view. So it says like this. And then he quotes in the, that he then over here he quotes that end. He quotes that end there. Okay, so firstly, the, first the Rambam tells us that the shallah. Is telling us Shmuel, could be talking about Al-Fash Shri, al fa Then the... inshallah continues. Now, now, one second. This would necessarily, wouldn't necessarily be two different kufis within your Mashiach Kufa so far, because it's al shishi versus al Shri. It's different times. But then he says, the f after al Shishi, now we're talking about within your Mashiach Kufa. Those who were born later after Yomaisa Mashiach, they won't die. And even those that come back during Mashiach's time, they'll still forever. Now, who would look at that Rambam? This is obviously not like the Rambam. Why is not like the Rambam? First of all, because the Ramb, simply because the Rambam doesn't believe in the Chaim of the Guf. So the whole issue here of putting the prophecies in Elvashish, El Vashish, Ashvi, it's contrary to the Rambam's opinion of what Al Mahaba is. Al Mahaba is Masham Espilay Guf. So the whole thing doesn't work according to the Rambam. But what we said inside. In El In El What? In El Right? So either solutions of Eshanallah don't work for the Rambam. If you put Shmuel, if you put all the changes in El Pashvi, that doesn't work for the Rambam because El Mahaba is Eshanallah. So that's not going to help for the Mason. Now, if you're going to tell us, like the other way, that in Yomayim HaMashiach, there's already miraculous changes to those who are born after Yomayim HaMashiach. But certainly not the like either. The never made such a look. And also the doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say anything about uh, about uh, But based on what we said we say, when we say the Pneum, in the Pneim, in El Pashishi Gufa, there's two kufas, and everybody's treated the same way before the first kufa, because there's no Tzuras Yomayim yet, unless Hashem does whatever He wants. But putting away what Hashem does, Hashem doing whatever He wants, which we saw in Har 65, the first kufa of the Merusim is only Kaminah Mashiach comes and restores Malchut David, and so on. And the second kufa is Tcheisam with all the miracles and more elaboration. Bez Hashem in next week's series
0: of Shiodim.